you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. You know what? I'm going to start this podcast with a big thank you. I have just been inundated with messages, with people on Instagram DM me, with sharing the podcast, sharing some of my posts. Um, and I want to just say thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate the love and the feedback and the support. It really means the world to me. It means that, you know, the stuff that I'm talking about is resonating with people. So I just want to say big love and thank you to all uh, your your messages and support. It means the world and it gives me the inspiration to to keep going. Now, today, we're in lockdown in Melbourne, by the way, still. Um, and, you know, this is really having a massive impact uh, on many of us. And many of us here in Melbourne are really feeling it. Uh, only yesterday, I heard that since the beginning of this year, in Australia alone, we've had 12 hundred males kill themselves now i appreciate that this virus um is deadly it's 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 killing people i get that um i i appreciate that i guess governments and medical institutions are taking the precautions that they feel are the right ones um i'm by no means saying that that's an easy job um, but if we're, if we're about saving lives, if we're about saving people and making sure people don't die, then it, it seems strange to me that we're not having a look at the impacts of a lockdown or having the, looking at the impacts of the decisions that we're making as a country, as a, as a state here. Um, and, and they've said that over the last four months just in Australia, there's been a thousand uh, suicides, both men and women, and that's a 30% increase. Uh, so you know, so these these numbers are devastating, and and you know, for Australia, we've got a kind of I think, I think we're reaching around 150 deaths so far. So, and look, every every life's important. I I, I appreciate that, but we, here we are. We've got you know, over a thousand people since the start of this uh, lockdown for us here in Australia, uh, killing themselves. You know, and that, like I said, 30 percent above normal. Uh, they're their lives too, yeah. They're their people. They're they and and that's they're also families. There's families and there's there's maybe kids involved and there's parents involved and there's communities involved that are that are that are affected. These are these are rippling effects. And um, while I'm not trying to uh, downplay the seriousness of this virus, but you know, with this virus, there's a potential to recover. There's a potential to get better. Um, but uh, there's no there's no recovery from suicide, is there? You know, um, and you know, we're trying to get people the best medical attention and we're trying to take the right steps here to make sure no more people die from COVID. Um, I just don't feel like we're taking the same kind of steps to stop people from uh, killing themselves. Yeah, the support's just not there and I don't think we're all taking it serious enough. So that's my rant for the for the morning and, and kind of the prelude to this particular podcast. And I wanted to kind of think about what what I could do. And, you know, I've been coaching men and and have done so much personal development myself and the biggest thing that i i i've realized you know for most men and i and i did a post about this was you know most of us don't feel heard 
so many men tell me that they they um they struggle to communicate how they feel and yeah that's definitely a major part of it we, we don't know how to say things we've never been taught how to communicate our feelings um but but also i think i think we struggle to create a space in which we can feel heard uh, or the people around us may not know how to hold space for us or how allow us to feel comfortable or vulnerable enough to open up and share our emotions and i think many guys just struggle to say how they feel or express how they feel and i think for fears of being misunderstood or fears of that leading to a confrontation say with their partner or their boss or their colleagues or whatever whoever it is they're wanting to try and communicate how they feel or their friends so i think it's just easier to ignore it i think it's easier to swallow it down i think it's easier to numb ourselves out with overworking or uh, scrolling on our phones or, or whatever the distraction is instead of actually confronting it. I think it, we get we put it in the all-too-hard basket. And so I was considering what I could do to ease a little bit of that pain for men. And I think one of the things I noticed with so many of our of men is that we not only do we struggle to share our emotions, we struggle to cry, you know, and, you know, definitely we've come a long way now and I've noticed so many more men uh, sharing that their emotions and crying more and there's a lot of great uh, foundations and institutions which are promoting men to cry and express their feelings. And I was trying to think, well, what can I do? And I came up with this idea of sharing moments when I've cried, you know, and in all honesty, there are probably moments which maybe you may consider not cryable or worthy of crying or would consider girly or feminine or gay or whatever it is. Um, and I thought, what a great way if men could come together and share moments of honesty, share moments of them crying when they have cried, maybe it would make other men and other boys more comfortable with crying themselves. So what I thought I'm going to do is just bring to you a bunch of moments that I've cried in my life where, where it's brought me to tears and I've cried and it may surprise some men out there that the that I'm sensitive and emotional that way and I'm hoping that through sharing my moments they may, may, may have had those moments themselves and by knowing that another man also cried at that moment um, we can feel more comfortable so here I go I'm laying it all out on the line here I'm exposing myself so one of one reason one place where I cried was I, I cry sometimes for Disney movies. I'm not gonna lie. I watched this movie Coco, and anybody out there that has kids, um, please watch Coco. It's a Disney movie. It's about uh, the Day of the Dead and about a boy who you know is not connected with his family and wants to be a musician, but his family wants him to be a um, shoemaker. So many lessons. Anyway, he. Uh, magically is able to transfer to the the land of the dead where his ancestors have passed on and it's it's a really beautiful story and it's a story about family and it's a story about death and losing of loved ones and and honoring their past and I cried I cried I I had a tear in my eye at the end of that movie because it was it, it really kind of spoke to me about death and what's on the other side and not knowing about it so I cried about that um, I remember once crying it from having a car accident. Yep, I, I remember I was in my little golf and I wasn't paying attention and I rear-ended somebody and I broke down in tears. And I think I broke down in tears more from the shock of it all 
But to be honest, the reason why I started crying was because I was scared. It was sudden. I wasn't paying attention, and there was a car, this car there, and I hit it, and I burst out in tears. So there's another place where I've cried. Where else? Where else have I cried? Um, I cried when my children were born. Uh, I, I was so overwhelmed with emotion um, when my child was born. Um, I cried when I knew my child was on its way when we found out we were pregnant i cried about that i I was it was a cry of joy but also a cry of what the fuck i don't know if i'm ready to be a dad you know I, i cried over that um i cried when my parents got sick you know, there was a, a stage there where my dad had a malignant tumor and was, we, we thought we might lose him. And I, and I cried during that period. Um, I, I was trying so hard to be strong for everybody and not show any emotion, especially towards my mum who was crying. And uh, after a while, I couldn't help it. I, I, I broke down and um, I, had, I, had to, I had to cry with her. Um, I cried when I broke up with some ex-girlfriends. In fact, probably the biggest cry has been over ex-girlfriends. Um, I dated a girl for three years and yeah, it really broke my heart. I, I, I was in love with their family as much as I was in love with her and it kind of felt out of the blue and she was really cold to me and, you know, didn't really give me much answers why. And, and I remember sobbing, like, you know, the real like <laughs> cry, you know, like the cry where you just can't stop crying. Uh, and again, that was really difficult for me because my mum, being the sensitive person that she is, uh, ends up crying as well. <laughs> so here I am consoling my mum and she's crying because I'm upset because it's her child, right? Um, but yeah, I've, I've cried over relationships. I've cried over breakups. Um, what else have I cried over? I've cried over losing money. I, I cried when like, I... You know, I put so much uh, time and effort into creating and running a business and, you know, oftentimes things don't go well and you fall into debt and you fall into dismay and you fall into depression. And I, I, I cried. I cried because it was so hard and I felt there was so much pressure and I felt like I wasn't being the man that I thought I was going to be. I thought I wasn't providing enough for my family. I, f- I felt like I was a failure and I cried and and because it, it, it really hurt to not to not be that person, you know, to, and, you know, I look at my dad and and, and my family and what he provided for us as a man, you know, a a good life for us here in Australia. And I just felt like I wasn't living up to any of those expectations. And I cried over that. I cried during workouts. Yeah. I sometimes cry during workouts. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I push my body in workouts so hard. And I don't do that as much anymore, but I, I used to, I used to push myself to that point where it used to break something in me. And I don't know if that's, that, that was a cry of like just breaking the tension, you know, like when, you, when, you, when you're angry and, you, and you, you put all your energy into a workout and then you just kind of push yourself and push yourself and then that anger kind of releases and, and then what's left is this kind of emotion. And, and I've cried. I've gone to the gym where I've got these earphones in and I'm about to kind of walk away from the uh, squat rack because I need to have a bit of a cry. Um, so yeah, I've subbed at the gym. <laughs> I've subbed at the gym. I've cried over over workouts or, or how hard the workouts have been. I remember doing some high intensity interval training as well, where a trainer pushed me, and yeah, it pushed me to tears. I I, I broke down and cried to myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I tried my best not to show these. I'm sure. Many people maybe notice these moments, but in my mind, I'm like, no one saw me cry. You know, I'm, I'm a man, you know. Um, but yeah, I've cried over workouts. Um, I've cried over music. 
I've cried over listening to songs. Uh, songs that have reminded me of breakups or songs that remind me about life or songs that really speak to me emotionally or speak to me speak to the heart i've uh I've, i cry about them and i still listen to those songs today i actually think they're a really great therapeutic way to get emotion out um and look i'm a big fan of crying i think it's a really great thing it's 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 a great releasing of energy you feel so good after a great cry and i often use music as a way to help me get there because often i feel like i don't know how to access that emotion even though i know it's there i can feel it trapped in my body i often don't know how to get it out and music is one of my number one ways and I, sometimes i'll go for a walk plug the earphones in and, and put some music that really gets me there whether it's upbeat music like eye of the tiger and, and pushing through all odds and or whether it's sad breakup love songs you know i'm not gonna lie i listen to all that stuff and it, it, it kind of accesses a part of my emotional body, uh, allows me to get in touch with that. And, you know, and I have a cry and, and I feel like a really great release um, after that. I've cried after a few drinks with friends, you know. I, I've, I've sometimes having a few drinks, again, you know, can act like it takes those edges off a little bit. And, and look, I appreciate alcohol is, isn't probably the best way to, to get access to those motions because alcohol can definitely become a problem and it has for me in the past. But I do remember many nights, you know, after a few drinks, embracing my friends and telling them how much I love them and how much I appreciate them and, and I shed a few tears and they shed a few tears back. And it's it's really quite funny because, you know, all these manly guys, all these emotionally unavailable guys after a few drinks, sharing a few tears together. And But, you know, it was good. It, it was a great way for, for us to connect. And many of my friends are sensitive and, and some of them, you know, pretend not to be sensitive, but I know they have emotions themselves. And, you know, we all go through difficult moments. And sometimes being in that environment just helps us become a bit more relaxed and released. So I've had many crying nights out <laughs> with friends uh, after a few drinks, being all lovey-dovey and emotional with them. And again, I think that's great. I think that's a really wonderful thing to have. And we often laugh about those moments together. Look, I've, cr I've cried when people have passed away, obviously. I think I think we all do. I cried when my grandma passed away, my grandpa passed away. I mean, they were very important people to me in my life. They raised me um, during my childhood years because my parents had to work so much. Um, and that's not to say my parents didn't raise me, but I, I, it's almost like I had four parents because my grandparents were such a, a big part of my life. And it was really sad when they passed away. And to be honest with you, I don't think I... I I mean, part of that sadness was that they had left and they had left this world, but another part of that sadness was, was maybe some guilt that they did so much for me and maybe I didn't do enough back in return or, you know, I didn't go and visit them as often or I, I didn't see them as often and spend as much time with them as I possibly could. Like my my life became more important. So I think some of that sadness or some of those tears were in relation to guilt. I've cried from being angry. I've, I've cried from being in just a rage, you know, being frustrated with my partner. I, I, you know, sometimes... Uh, Erica can push me to the to the absolute limit, especially in the beginning days. You know, we were so different in that respect. You know, my my strategy was always to run away from things, um, especially confrontation. And I've definitely been pushed to tears when she has called me a name. You know, like it still hurts. You know, I I, I, re, I remember going through some racial abuse when I was a kid, and people calling me black and nigger and. Uh, Vegemite and all those kind of names and, 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 and you know, then having your partner kind of call you that 
not that she called me those names, but call me names. Uh, it, it hurts, in, in, you know, and, and, I, and I've shed a tear for that because, yeah, we, we all kind of want to be loved and, and don't want to be called things. Um, now, she never does that <laughs> anymore at all, and she's the most loving person in my life. So this is not to uh, an attack on anything like that, but there was a period where that would really, really hurt my feelings. Uh, and I don't think anybody likes to be called names or to be put down in any way, and, and you know, that often does hurt my feelings when anybody says something like that, you know, it can be very sensitive. Uh, I've, I've cried when I've been sick. Yeah, I've cried when I've been sick. Sometimes I've, you know, the man fl- flu is real, man. It's real, <laughs> you know. You know, I've, I've cried when I felt like no one wanted to take care of me when I've been sick. I've, 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 felt, I've, I've shed a tear feeling sorry for myself because no one wanted to be there and no one wanted to look after me or or I guess the feeling was I'm always having to be strong and be a man and then all of a sudden I'm not well and no one and everyone thinks that I I, sh- I, I want to be I can take care of myself you know they often say check on your strong friends because you know maybe they're not as strong as what you you think they are um, and so yeah I, f- I felt sad and I felt sorry for myself when I haven't been looked after or, or haven't been taken care of because everyone else thought that I was strong and I've shed a tear for that. Yeah, that's look, that's all that comes to mind right now. I'm sure there's hundreds of times where I've cried and shed a tear. And I'm hoping in sharing maybe just some of my circumstances where I've cried, maybe it may make you, if this is a man listening, you know, may, may make you feel a little bit more comfortable in crying. And I'm, I'm hoping you can see that it's not being a man or a woman here. We're human beings and we have emotions and things make us cry. And crying is not a bad thing. Crying is really a great way to get that energy out of you, to get that emotion out of you. Sometimes I'll even push myself to cry because I know that it's good. You know, like I said before about listening to music, sometimes when I know I need to get something out of me and I can't access it, I'll use music as a way to really get myself there and try to get my body to release these emotions to let those tears come so actively trying to cry does wonders see if you can find that thing that helps you access that emotion so i'm hoping that helps guys out there i'm hoping that by me sharing my moments of tears or that i cry that uh, you will also feel able to cry and i would love to give you a challenge and if you feel open to it if you're on your instagram or your facebook or maybe you just want to share it with your partner why don't you share a time where you've cried or share times where you've cried or share the, share the things that you cry about with someone else. And maybe the hashtag could be sometimes I cry. I don't know. I'm just making this up on the spot. And, and get out there. And maybe if all of us as men come together and share moments where we've cried, it may help another man who's ashamed of crying not feel as ashamed and not feel as guilty for crying and actually allow him to release. And I think in that release, that can really change things for someone. That can be almost the point of their direction in their life changing by having that release and having that cry, getting a chance to take that pressure off themselves and having that wonderful release, which crying allows us to have. So to my men out there, to my to the, to the men out there that are consciously doing their work and, and assisting other men and, and trying to make this place a better place for for all of us um share share your teary moments you know share share on instagram or facebook or wherever you feel comfortable how you cry where you cry and what you cry about and and maybe we can start a movement where 
uh, men showing emotion can become something which is normal and, and, and which is accepted. And we can tell the boys that are growing up, you know, we can tell the future generations that it's, it's okay to open up and share your emotions. And, you know, here, here are a list of men who would consider strong and powerful sharing their their moments of vulnerability and showing their moments of crying. So hopefully this takes off. I'm going to see if I can push it out there. Thank you so much for listening as always. Much love to you. Be safe, be loved, be happy. And uh, I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.